1: You'll find anywhere.
3: You mentioned Camden Brown, be will. It looks like this guy could potentially end up in the rotation. Uh, we have consistently heard good things about him since fall camp, but it actually started over the summer when he got there at Auburn. And Harson has, he preys on him. We've been hearing good things it looks like this guy may be a factor in the passing game. Thoughts on that? Listen,
0: I hope he is. You know, Mike and I talked about this a little bit uh, before we got on the live. And just, I think it's a signal to other talented receivers that you can come to Auburn, play, contribute, Uh and do something dynamic. It's not something that you're going to see often at Auburn. But a lot of it does come down to how the offensive line plays, how the quarterback plays, right? Like... You can be burning guys all day, but if the quarterback's overthrowing you, underthrowing you, blah, 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 it's going to be difficult. The thing I like about Camden Brown that I've seen is his ability to attack the football. Like he can, his, his ability to, to just make contested catches is something that I, I loved about Seth Williams, right? His ability to make contested catches. I dare say he's got a little bit of that in him, and now – He's got a coach, I think, that will allow him to actually improve and not just be a one-trick pony who's a a go-route jump ball guy. Right, like he he's going to be able to put the other portions of his athleticism on display because we have a coaching staff that can bring that out of him. It's going to allow him to run the entirety of the route tree. It's going to be able to take advantage of his athleticism on a more consistent basis. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Camden Brown develops into. So uh, you know, definitely put me on board the Camden Brown hype train as well. Um, I'm liking what I'm hearing and seeing out of that young man. Treat your boys
1: chill boys underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool calm and comfortable chill boys underwear will help you keep the boys close Uh, not too close when the game is on the line you won't break a sweat with chill boys underwear whether it's left boy right boy or both boys chill boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt Visit chillboys.com and use code rapport. That's R-A-P-P-O-R-T and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chillboys.
3: Let's get into this clip that Harson has talking about Robbie Ashford. He also singled out Robbie Ashford as well when he met with media to discuss uh, the scrimmage. Let's kind of hear what Harson had to say regarding Robbie.
4: That's the give and take, man. This is the thing that sucks about being the head coach is you got, you want to protect your quarterback and then you're not getting sacks. And he's also, if he's a guy that can go, he's telling you he can break every tackle, right? I've had guys like that. So that's, I think, you know, the competitive juices in both, both guys on the edges and the quarterback, you want to see that, but he's Robbie's a guy when he takes off, he can go, you know, he's, he's shown that he's got uh, exceptional speed, you know, our edges, they will get around and they can bend the corner. And, you know, that's the give and take in, in both. So. They they all know. Here's the one thing. Our guys know. They know they kind of run by and, and they're gonna razz each other a little bit. But at the end of the day, if the quarterback takes off and the rest of the guys get work, and we thought it was a sack, but the other guys get a chance to go tag off on them and everybody's working to try to catch him, then we're all getting better that way. But it's gonna come a point now, we're live. That's the one thing for the quarterbacks. You gotta understand that. And so we try to go back and make sure they understand like that's gonna be a hit, that's gonna be a sack, that's gonna be this. And and not just say that because they're wearing the orange jersey that they're going to be able to get away from that in a real game?
3: I talk about for this head coach, this system. We know Harson has dealt with mobile QBs in the past during his time at Boise. I'm not sure if he had a mobile one when he was an OC at Texas, but evaluating a guy who is a mobile guy who can who can do a lot with this athleticism, how tough of a job is it to evaluate a Robbie Ashford as a pair, as compared to
0: a TJ Finley or is Zach Calzada? Um, I think the evaluation of them is difficult because of the unknown factor of like would, like he said, would he have actually broken away in that instance? What you can evaluate them on fairly is did he go through his progressions? you know, what was the accuracy of that pass? If he's moving while he's throwing, you know, is his throwing motion right? Like you can look at decision-making and when to run, right? Like just because you can run doesn't mean that that was the right time to run. And so those are the things that you can definitely evaluate. It does make your evaluation different than it would be for a person who would not have had an opportunity to get away from that. Um, So it just behooves Uh, Robbie to just be patient. And when he gets his opportunities to go and show that he's a playmaker out there, it's like, yeah, you know what? Right now I might not have the same grasp of the offense that TJ does, but he can't make the same plays I can. So that makes me the kind of player that you want. I'm a gamer, right? And that's, that's what ultimately is going to matter is who's the gamer. Um, But the evaluative process is going to be difficult because he does have that aspect to his game that he can always just lean on. He can always lean on his athleticism to make a play that other people won't have the opportunity to. But again, the decision-making of when to run and what throws he's making or what reads he's making are things that you can absolutely evaluate.
3: Mike G, I uh, got a question for you, and this comes from Ed Darby. Thanks for watching with us, Ed. I, I know it's football season because you starting to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. He asked, if you're Robbie Ash, would you request to the coaches that you go live in
2: scrimmages? Uh, you might, but they're going to gonna say no. Yeah, there's a <laughs> uh, yeah, chance I, to question. I, even them. if you
0: requested it, I'd be like, no. No, no. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah uh, so
2: Never uh, hurt to ask, but yeah. yeah. A, a competitor. <laughs> Robbie's a competitor, so certainly uh, I'm sure that's crossed his mind that if you can go live— Gives him a competitive advantage, right? Right. Um, we've heard from the defensive players that chasing him is a problem, it's difficult. But to your point about how it's hard to evaluate, would that have been a sack or would that guy have gotten away? That's the same thing we heard Chiswick say about Cam in his spring here. He'd start to run, and they say, Hey, like, would that have been a five yard gain or an 80 yard gain? We don't know. It's right. really difficult to evaluate. So, that's the same across the board. I think when you have Um, a quarterback that can run and create plays with his legs. Uh, We're just going to have to see it in game when he gets a chance. And I think that he may get that chance in the first two games. Yeah. Right? So when game time comes against Mercer, what we hope is, again, dissimilar from last year, that by halftime, maybe like second drive in the third quarter, Somebody else is going in the game so we can see what they have when people are actually trying to tackle them. That's what I hope. And if he shows out enough in those moments, it will make the coaches more comfortable about going to him if someone gets injured or there's poor play in front of you. So I have no doubt that uh, Robbie is going to get an opportunity on the field to showcase uh, that he is a quarterback. He is a quarterback that possesses athleticism. that's how he wants to be seen, not an athlete at quarterback. so right. when he uh when he gets his chance in these first two games, you just your chances sometimes in this thing that we call college football can be so minimal, right you may one guy may get 50 chances to go out there and be mediocre, and you may only get one chance to prove that you can be great. And the message to these athletes is when your opportunity arises, be prepared to show them that you can be great because there's no guarantee. There's no tomorrow. Tomorrow is not guaranteed in terms of opportunities on the field because everybody else wants that spot, too. And there's only one quarterback, starting quarterback. So uh, we'll we'll see how it is. But, you know, ultimately, uh, uh, Robbie brings something different to the table that the other guys just don't have. And uh, he may get a chance to use those talents in games. And I think that if we get a chance to see it this season, um, fans might be really, really excited about the future at quarterback, knowing if whoever starts plays well, assuming that it's not Robbie, because he could, you know, for all we know, he could pull the job out in camp, right? Uh, That if our starter goes down, the season doesn't go down, we're not screwed. Wouldn't it be nice to just... Be able to trust that, hey, listen, these guys can still, there's still a capable guy on the bench who can come in and creates different problems for the defense. Now, all the tape that you had on Auburn goes out the window when Robbie goes in the game. Right. If TJ and Zach are the star, you know, start and is the backup and one of them can't play and he goes in, everything you thought about our offense goes to hell with him at quarterback because he'll make you play 11 on 11. And 11-on-11, I like Robbie Ashford versus anybody. Just my thought. Uh,
3: Another name that I've been hearing a lot in this past week has been Keontae Scott, who we also have a building rapport with. Uh, Very, very good guy. Very confident. And we're starting to see that confidence on full display. Well, we are not seeing it with our own eyes, but we're hearing a lot of good things about him in the practices Carson actually pointed him out in the scrimmage as well. Be will talk about the talk about Keontae Scott, and we know Harson has been really pleased with the DBs, and we'll 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 be previewing them uh, within the next week or so. But talk about some of the newcomers that Harson has really been speaking highly of, starting with Keontae Scott.
0: Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court, and now more than ever. In the arena of business, in the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together.
1: Well, it was going to be questionable losing a starter like Roger McCreary who was just a lockdown corner. Like that was going to be something on everybody's mind, knowing that we're had we going to lose Smoke, who for some deficiencies he he had in coverage, he still had a lot of strengths and the benefit of experience. So cornerback was going to be a worry for me. No no matter who we got in here, we could have gotten five-star back. And I know Osbury is supposed to be really good. So I'm looking forward to him eventually developing as well. But, there is, there's something that Roger McCreary had that you don't just see year one usually. Um, and that's why the benefit of a Juco incoming kind of helps to solve that problem. So I don't have to teach you how to read this quarterback in his eyes. And, and, and we're not looking for keys in things that, you, that are basic for first or second year players. You already know how to play. You're the number one cornerback coming out of Juco for a reason. And if you win Juco, more than likely it was something like grades. It it had nothing to do with your ability to play football. So when you get the best one, you know you've got a guy who can contribute immediately. So Keontae Scott coming in and being uh, described as a ball hawk and a baller does not surprise me at all. Um, What I wonder, and I don't want to fall into this habit of comparing every new player that fills a really good player spot is he as good as that guy? He could be good or even better in different ways. I just want to know, can he react correctly? Can he not jump things, anticipate well, but not over-anticipate, get yourself out of position, be physical enough at the point of attack to change a wide receiver's routes? Read the, Roger McCrary read the quarterback so wonderfully, man. He, just, he was really good at that. He had a lot of strengths, and that's why he went top of the second round. Keontae Scott, all reports, and again, it's scrimmages. And I'm not sure how, um, let's say, extravagant the passing game is in scrimmages. So we have to take that with a bit of a grain of salt as well. But you've got to be glad. We've got to be happy that we have talent filling in for talented people when they leave. That's a win. That's recruitment. That's identifying the talent. That's recruiting them, getting them here. And if you can prepare them to contribute immediately understanding your system and what you want to do on defense, that's development. So we seem to have hit a home run as far as what we know based on how he's performed in camp so far. And I hope we, we continue to hit home runs. Um, I know uh, back there at safety from Iowa State, what's this is Craig McDonald? Craig McDonald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he had a scoop and score, but he wasn't the one that caused a fumble. He was in the right spot at the right time. More that was that a later. linebacker that did that. Who was that? More on that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, so we had a linebacker uh, creating a turnover linebacker has by far been the biggest question mark for me because we had one great linebacker that played a lot last year, one good one, and the rest was kind of like, I don't really know what we have because we took that one great one out and then it was a, a huge question mark on what that that group was like. We seem to have three levels contributing, and a lot of it is newcomers. We've heard Marcus Bragg's name. We've heard, um, I can't remember the guy from... Um, Memphis, but Morris, Morris. We're hearing the people that they identified within the last nine months to come here and contribute are in camp contributing immediately. That is a win. That's again identifying, recruiting, and development. So I'm I'm happy with with though not only Keontae Scott but all the names I'm hearing coming out of this scrimmage and camp so far.
3: In addition to like Keontae Scott, Harson has heaped a lot of praise over the, the returning guys, Nehemiah Pritchett. Uh, we continue to hear his name a lot, Simpson. Uh, one name we've heard a lot about has been Donovan Kaufman and his mm-hmm. leadership acumen. So to me, it appears that they like those guys starting across the board. But what I'm excited about is we're hearing a lot of names about guys who can come in behind them. And this looks like an incredibly deep group. I mean, you got DJ James, you you got you got so many, many guys back there. Uh, I I mean again you 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 you're taking a wait and see approach, but you've been really excited about. Let's just talk about the cornerbacks for one. Um, of mm-hmm. course, there's always safeties, but it looks like we got some we got some guys at cornerback this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Jalen Simpson is 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 a solid guy. Nehemiah Pritchett's been a solid guy for us for years. But then you add D J James and Keontae Scott to that room. Um, Jonathan and, Harris uh, yeah, says rim. Yeah, J.D. Yeah, rim. Yeah, I would say we, we, we haven't even talked about the guys who we haven't really seen play yet. So you're going to have – I mean, gosh, man. I I I can – talent is in abundance on the defensive side of this fall. Like, we've already talked a bit about the defensive line. We'll get into cornerbacks and safeties at some point in time. We're supposed to be talking linebackers today um, if we get an opportunity to get into that. But, man, like, it's – I mean – there's just got we just got guys man just all over the field and the cornerback position is not any different i think that again barring injury you have the same luxury at cornerback which is a guy's not playing well get somebody else in there all right you know what you don't have it today somebody else is going to come in and play and i don't see a significant drop off coming from that type of change is happening or you play a lot of cloud coverage on the back end where you're going to have 5 6 db's on the field and you don't have as many issues because you can interchange people. The, what we saw in the Bama game last year, let's be clear about what we looked at there. Not only was the defensive line tired, but Roger McCrary was exhausted in that game. Yeah. He was he playing man words. coverage. He was just They were just like, wherever this guy goes, you're locking him up the entire game. And he ran out of gas. Late in that game, he had to come out for a couple of plays because he was cramping up. He play, And he came back in, played admirably, but he was out of gas. But the problem was we didn't have anybody to spell him, right? Or yeah. we didn't, we couldn't mix up the coverages in a way to be able to give him relief from not having to just play man the entire game. I don't know that we're going to be in that same situation in the defensive backfield this year.
2: Yeah,
3: and, and this is a this is a good 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 point that that at RB benches here with having this many guys that these co- the coaching staff likes. What kind of looks should we expect to see at certain times, depending on our opponent in the situation? Does this give
0: us the flexibility to really do some cool stuff on the back end? Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, I think we can be multiple in our defense. We've talked about the multiple offense. We can mm-hmm. be multiple in our defense as well because we have enough talent to be able to play defenses based upon who we're going up against. So I can see us going into something like that. I mean, that's essentially what we did that LSU game to slow down the Joe Burrow offense, which is like, all right, cool. Y'all want to hit a bunch of these slants? I'm just going to throw guys in the middle of this slant pattern. Good luck going over the top. We've got enough speed to catch that. And if you hold on to the ball long enough, somebody's getting to you. DB and Marlon Davis are going to eat you up. Yep. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, I think we're in that type of situation again this year um, because we have enough talent on the back end. Not to me, I mean, we've already talked about the talent on the front end, but we do have enough talent on the back end to be able to cover up for mistakes up front.